0: what's going on everybody welcome to entertainment relief i'm jp
1: and i'm jacob
0: so we're gonna go ahead and start off the show with some rips we had three major icons in different fields pass away um how holbrook christopher Plummer today and dustin screech diamond from Say by the bell
1: yeah it's been a, a rough couple of days for to say the least About uh, this industry.
0: Um, On a personal note, I've met Dustin several times at Disneyland. Um, I actually met him when uh, I was about 14, 15. He was about 16, 17. He and I just clicked and we were friends. And every time I would go, like from because my parents were going out of town a lot, my sister was working in Disneyland, she would get me in. And I would go have a great time, and Dustin and I became friends, and he was cool. Um, it was it was very saddening to hear he died of cancer, and that's one company I, 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 I that's one thing I hate more than anything is cancer. So yeah,
1: yeah, we f cancer.
0: Amen to that. But yeah, yeah we, we had we had uh, Christopher Plummer who's done it all, and you know, Sound of Music, Dragnet. Uh, so many knives stories. out. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's just it's just one of those things where it's it's just one of those things where like actors like that, along with Hal Holbrook, who's been in TV, movies, sitcoms, you know, he's done it all. You know, some of his roles were he was the father for uh Sons of Anarchy, he was the grandfather to Jackson, the father to Gemma. He was uh, in Water for Elephants with Robert Pattinson and uh Reese Weatherspoon and everybody. So, you know, just three great actors who just left.
1: Yeah, it's just, it, it's a shame. Uh, you know, the, the great, great careers all around.
0: Exactly. So Screech for me was from Saved by the Bell. He was an icon there. He, you know, he was a child actor who couldn't break through to the next level because they just saw him as, hey, it's Screech.
1: Yeah, and you know that that it, it sucks to be typecast like that. You know, um, that I mean, uh, you see a lot of child actors or uh, actors that get roles that are for teenagers, like teenage movies. Like uh, I could think for a good example, Tara Reid.
0: She's, I agree, one hundred percent. Tara Reid yeah. had it very, very difficult.
1: Yeah, and then she got a, another big break uh, with Sharknado, of all things.
0: Did you really? Sharknado, a pretty break with Sharknado, really.
1: Uh, if you guys want to go and listen to the Fake Doctors Real Friends podcast with Zach Braff and Donald Faison, they have her on the show periodically, and she even talks about it. It's uh, a great listen. I highly recommend it.
0: You know what? For being such a shitty movie, it was such a good like. It's one of those movies you can't help but watch and go, "Okay, now I understand." I love this movie. And I yeah, love the it's, sequels. It's, I'm not going to lie. I love the sequels.
1: Yeah, who knew that we were going to have a Sharknado 4 and 5, everybody?
0: Even Ziering even said, this helped save my career.
1: Yeah, uh, it, you know, Tara Reed talks about that. It's so, yeah, I don't know. It, I mean, just go listen for yourself. It's awesome.
0: Yeah, uh, you know what? Here's the thing let's talk about this for just a second i love sci-fi network because of the fact that they try to make movies out of something original and they run with it and they think of the most ridiculous but interesting movies and i love them for it
1: yeah you know i mean uh, that even goes with tv shows because uh my favorite sci-fi original tv show was the magicians and it's on netflix now all five seasons and i'm disappointed uh that there's only five seasons but you know it it is what it is you know networks they okay and they they pretty much trash other uh projects you know it sucks but i really enjoyed that show so i am one of those people that are really heartbroken when that show ended
0: yeah there's always gonna be shows that you're upset about that get taken out too soon firefly and never getting the respect it deserves
1: yeah, but, I mean, the magicians knew that they were going to have a final season that they were ending it. So they at least had a chance to wrap it up, whereas Firefly oh, yeah. just kind of ended.
0: Why that show ended, I will never know. It it literally got the ratings on a Friday night. Where it was doomed it, to fail, and it succeeded. And people were, Fox, the problem with Fox, they're like, "Yeah, we're going to get rid of it no matter what.
1: You, you know what it is. It's politics. Mm-hmm. That's, ex- that's the only reason why that show was canceled, in my opinion, because it had the ratings, it had a story, it had a great cast, it had uh, – the show was pretty good. I mean, why would you just dump it? It's because creative. It's politics.
0: It is, 100%. All right, so let's move on from there. Yeah. What else we got going on today, Jacob?
1: The Golden Globes have been announced, all the nominations and nominees. Oh, and... there were
0: some snubs. Ooh, there oh, there were some major snubs. But,
1: the, uh, yes, I agree. There was a lot, a lot of snubs. And there's a lot of surprises on there for me, too, as far yeah, as I have to, like, here's a... who made the list. Like, uh, I'm going to just say this right now, that 2020 was a bad year for film and cinema and TV if Borat 2 is up for Best Picture. I'm
0: sorry, say that again.
1: Borat 2, a subsequent <laughs> film, is up for Best Picture nominated at the Golden Globes that's um I mean no no offense to Sasha Baron Cohen I love him but that's not a gr- I, I don't uh wow that, that's all I have to say
0: okay let's let's talk about some of these nominations let's talk about best actor
1: oh Is yeah I- best actor actually has some uh, at least for a, a television drama series we have Jason Bateman uh, of Ozark Josh oh, he O'Connor that
0: nomination one hundred percent for that show.
1: Oh, agreed. Uh, Josh O'Connor for the crowd.
0: Okay, I can see that. I can see that.
1: Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul. He
0: deserves it as well. He does a great role.
1: Al Pacino in Amazon Prime's Hunters. Yes, yes, finally. And Matthew Rise as Perry Mason.
0: Ooh, I've, I haven't seen that show, but I hear great things. Like everyone says it's amazing.
1: I hear I hear really good things about Perry Mason as well.
0: i going to uh, watch that.
1: And as far as movies, let me try to find that list. There, there was quite a bit that I saw. Best actor in a motion picture. Sasha Baron Cohen as Borat, subsequent movie film, James Corden, The Prom, Dev Patel, The Personal History of David Copperfield, Andy Samberg, Palm Springs, and Lin-Manuel Miranda for Hamilton. God, oh, I hope he gets it. I, I'm going to just put that out there right now that Hamilton is going to sweep.
0: You think they're going to sweep?
1: I think they're going to sweep.
0: Wow, bold
1: predictions. I, I or... would go to Vegas right now and put money on that Hamilton will sweep.
0: Just on a side note, people, yes, you can vote. You can bet, sorry, bet in Vegas who's going to win. In Vegas, everything is gambling. They will bet on the weather tomorrow. That ain't no lie. It's the truth.
1: That that is how much they are willing to gamble in Vegas. My biggest snub, I think, was The Queen's Gambit from Netflix. Right? What the hell? It was a great story. Cinematography was great. The score was great. The acting was great. Uh, And and for it to only get one or two nominations was mind-blowing to me.
0: I don't understand that either. I'm like, wait a second. They only got it. Didn't get. It got such a snub.
1: It was was snubbed big time. So good. And and they lobbied for that so hard. They really did. And for it to get snubbed, it's heartbreaking. Uh,
0: Like I watched it with a client at my old job, and me and him just watched the entire. I'm like, holy crap. He goes, what the? Like it from beginning to end. Phenomenal work all around the costumes, the acting, the design, the everything. It was
1: a good period piece between two decades, and it was great. Uh, it was a total snub for me. I hope I the Emmys. I hope the Emmys can do it some justice and pick it up. Got like, it. More nominations. Uh, also the the next snub that I have a bone to pick with is the Mandalorian. It only got one nomination.
0: Um, I'm I'm going to chime in and say snub again. Mm-hmm. It's a total snub. I think Meryl
1: Streep got snubbed big time for her roles this last year. Uh, the the one thing that I feel like they have gotten right so far is they're they're going to give Chadwick Boseman a posthumorous uh, award, whether or not you know he passed away. Is beyond that, he deserves awards no matter what. He's great.
0: He was a really good actor. Like, I loved him since, like, being Jackie Robinson, you know?
1: That was, uh, I think, that was my first... Yeah, that is a great movie. Because, I mean, of course, go Dodgers. We're not
0: going there, Jacob. We're not going there. (laughs) Hey, Jackie Robinson, he changed the game. That's all I'm going to say. He changed the game. That's all he did. He changed the game. And we're not getting into the, the, the last season for the Doyers.
1: Well, this isn't a sports show. Maybe we'll start that one up at another time. But...
0: Okay. Moving On that forward. note,
1: I am excited to see. Yeah, obviously, you know, it's the Golden Globes. It's the biggest thing, uh, especially with the Emmys and what they are. But we're just gonna have
0: to wait and see. Exactly. We'll get more. We'll get the full list together. We'll 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 pick our winners. We'll pick our losers. But Jacob says sweep to Hamilton. Let's I, see if he's right.
1: I'm calling it right now, and it's gonna be hashtag Hamilton sweep.
0: <laughs> okay, buddy. Okay. Um, I'll say this right now. Speaking of Chadwick. They are, Disney Plus is officially making a Black Panther series for Wak- from Wakanda.
1: Yes, Ryan Coogler is set to uh, make that and develop that, and I've heard awesome things, and now it's time to go to speculation. I think what they're going to do, because all these shows are tying in together with the movies, and I think if even if it was a Wakanda drama, they Marvel has a tendency, not just Marvel movies, uh, but the comics in general have a good way of tying in current events to the comic books and make them so that kids could understand them. Like you wanted to talk about the civil rights movement with the X-Men. That was huge in the 60s. And that's when the X-Men got huge. And, you know, and in the 70s with Spider-Man, you know, uh, with all those social issues that were going around. I think that if they played it right, they can actually tie it in current events with actual like things that happened previously in Wakanda. Such as at the end of Black Panther, we see that they come out as a nation and they say, you know, we're, we have all this technology that we can offer the world, blah, blah, blah. So what does that leave us now? Well, we are post blip and Thanos snap and half of the world doesn't know what they're doing. And now we, I can see that they have a, a series where Wakanda now as a nation is split on hey we need to help our nation first we need to do this we can't help the world first we need to look out for our people first and that's exactly what's going on in today's society with all of the coronavirus so I think a good drama where they are so split where the nation of Wakanda is split on who are they going to help first and what are they going to do and what are we going to do now without a king that will lead right into Black Panther 2. Exactly. I think that's a smart move for them.
0: And it's going to be epic. I can see it right now. You're seeing, you're taking the words right out of my mouth. I 100% agree with you. They are going to step up so much that people do not know what's going to happen.
1: I think it's a really good power move for them.
0: What else we got on our docket there, buddy?
1: So uh, I heard that you wanted to talk about a little show called uh, Walker, Texas Ranger, the reboot.
0: Well, yes, sir, I do. Yes, I would love to talk about Mr. Walker, Texas Ranger. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Are we talking about Chuck Norris?
1: No, no. Oh, uh, we're uh,
0: talking about the reboot. The reboot, son. The oh. Reboot.
1: Oh, okay, all right then. I'll I'll go along with it. I'll allow it.
0: Really? Um, there has been talks about this show. How people have been feeling like, eh, they're just trying to revamp a show. They're trying to make it like Chuck Norris. No, they're not. It's not like the Chuck Norris remake. It's not like Chuck, Nor- Chuck Norris's Walker Texas Ranger. It is 100% different. It's 100% change. It's 100% new everything. Yes. The name is the same, but it's not the same storyline premise. You're going to see some twists, some changes, you know, you got Jared from supernatural, the lead of Walker. And I think that's going to be great for him.
1: Yeah. You know, it, it, it stems from going from 15 seasons from one show. Now going straight into another, um, uh, you know, good for him that he is expanding his uh, his range, I'll say. But, you know, it you of all people should know how hard it is to go from one production that is successful and then go straight into another one.
0: It is not the easiest thing in the world. It's very difficult because you don't know if it's going to be a hit or a miss. And if it's a miss, your confidence and your career takes a hit really bad. And you it, have to you have to pick yourself up pretty bad fast.
1: And, and also too, it's not just if the writing works, you know, if the creative team, if it, all the creative juices are there, but you know, it has to work with the crew, the cast, if it doesn't work there. Cause I mean, supernatural, I mean, obviously there's a reason why it was on for 15 seasons. Uh, they had a good cast. They had a great crew that stuck with them from day one till the very last day. So you know that they all got along and that they were a giant family, and exactly, exactly. and but, you know you have to have that stability between them, everybody.
0: Agreed. It's gonna, but we'll see. Again, I'm I'm hopeful it's gonna do really well because I'm a fan of Jared. I think he's a great guy, and uh, we'll see what happens. I, I
1: would like to see him expand into movies and other roles, but you know this is a great opportunity
0: for him. And Kirk Norris gave his blessing for it.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, if Chuck doesn't give it to you, you know, you know, you you might as well jump off a cliff.
0: Or let him kick you off the cliff and see if you don't feel pain from the kick or the fall first. I think jumping off the cliff is going to hurt
1: less than getting roundhoused by Chuck (laughs) (laughs) Norris.
0: I agree. I agree. What else we got going on, Jacob? I I think that'll be awesome.
1: As of today, today is Friday, February 5th. The fifth episode of WandaVision came out. (laughs) Spoiler alerts. For everybody, if you do not want to know what happened in Episode 5 of WandaVision, exit now. Go watch it and then come back here.
0: Please, please, again, major spoilers, major twists. Please, if you have not seen it, go someplace else. If you have seen it, listen. Give us your thoughts on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We'll we'll be glad to talk about it.
1: Please tag us on
0: there. We're we are
1: eager to talk with you guys. We have exactly. a whole lot to talk about, but sometimes... We don't have time to get on here. So I, I'm going to say this right now. Go Finally, ahead. we have confirmed Evan Peters. He was a long time rumored to be on set of WandaVision. Now boy. He's my Quicksilver. No offense to Aaron Taylor Johnson, but uh, Evan Peters, he had everything. He was the personification of Pietro Quicksilver, my boy.
0: That is that is 100%. Okay, side note for Jacob, he is a Speedster fan name of speed demon he loves them and it's yeah. great you know you got him talking about like Splash, quicksilver Dash. all these things he loves them all I'm, it's like oh my god enough already
1: yeah those are realistically some of my favorite superheroes and honestly It it, it confirms uh, only one thing that it it was said for a long time that Ryan Reynolds was going to be the only person from the Fox X-Men franchises to cross over into the MCU. Now we have Evan Peters. His cameo was short, and even uh, Elizabeth Olsen said that this was going to be on par with Mandalorian, which I disagree with. It was great, but it was not Mark Hamill showing up as Luke Skywalker big. No offense to my boy Evan Peters, but come on.
0: Well, I agree with you 100%. It's one of those things where you were expecting it, but you weren't expecting the actor. We thought it was going to be Aaron, Aaron showing back up with his sister, you know?
1: Yeah, there was a fake trailer that uh, went around the internet this past week that said it was going to be him. I know it was a fake trailer, but if Disney was hush-hush on it not coming out and saying that it's fake, it was to purposely misdirect us.
0: Exactly, and that's the one thing that we got to remember. There, there are so many fake trailers out there. You gotta, you gotta follow it. You know, you gotta see the real ones. Yeah, you know? and
1: uh, yeah, th- there's also you have to do your research and confirm because we have both been at time victims of really good fake
0: trailers. Exactly, but getting back to Wandavision, I love. Okay. First and foremost, I understand you fans don't remember how it used to be for TV shows from the 60s, the the 70s, the 80s, the 90s. You know, here it is. This is how TV shows were, you know? It was slow, it was funny, it took their time. They didn't rush it. They didn't say, let's give them action, 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 action. No, they worked to it. They worked to everything. This episode proves that it's now 50-50. It's no longer just well, a TV show.
1: What we have seen now in episode four and five is now that we are actually on pace with uh, at the Marvel formula of what a Marvel project TV show movie looks like now. In, in actuality, for everybody saying, uh, you know, quoting Monica Rambeau when she got pushed out of the hexagonal bubble saying it's all Wanda, it's Wanda, it's Wanda, and everybody just going, crazy over it look this show is surrounded in mystique mystery they would never reveal something straight to you and give it to you say this is what's happening it's all not a guessing game but it's a mind game so you have to think about uh read in between the lines of what's going on and now episode five we got some confirmation on what's going on There's more to it. We're
0: not even done. We got three episodes left, people, before anything else happens.
1: Yeah. And then uh, we, as far as it goes now, Wanda is our, our, our villain and our hero right now. And it's slowly turning to be that
0: Vision is our hero. Vision is the hero 100%. He is finally stepping up to Wanda. He's cognitive now. Yeah. And he's like, all right, what the hell's going
1: on? Wanda, this isn't right a working theory that I've seen so far. and I, and i'm I'm building on it too, as well, is that everything that Wanda has seen, That wasn't right in her sitcom world, whether it be the beekeeper, the the helicopter from Sword, all of that that's coming in color. And then when the first episode that they are in color for the 70s, right when she has the twins, at the end of that episode, she sees Vision with his head. He's dead in black and white. So that for me was a signal that she is creating everything around her and that she had Vision's body. Now, episode five confirms that she stole his body, and so now it's leading me to believe that Wanda has now made a deal with Mephisto, or who she believes Agnes to be.
0: We're gonna find out. Well, Agnes is a is a Sword agent.
1: No, she is unconfirmed in the sword. Oh, that's right,
0: Agnes. Sorry, wrong wrong person. My bad.
1: Monica Rambeau is the only one. The entire Westview uh, town is under hostage is no, under no, siege no,
0: no 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 go back not... and watch no jacob hold up go back and watch the episode where it was all what they all figured out it's they're not potential. agents hold on not all of them but most of them like the most of the characters you see are agents most... well they're probably they're probably sleepers
1: because they haven't had any indication other than rambo going in and uh franklin uh agent franklin
0: well, again, watch that episode. You'll see that the black gentleman is an agent. Indian gentleman is an agent. Uh, the guy with the mustache is an agent. There And the, 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 the wife is an agent. There's a lot of agents in there for a reason. And that's all S.H.I.E.L.D. Or Sword. Sorry, Sword.
1: Well, to that point, uh, we will see that, who do you think the missing persons is now? And I think that it was always Vision.
0: I agree, it's 100% Vision.
1: And the sword director has his own agenda to recreate his own vision by using his old body and seeing how it structurally worked with his vibranium synthesoid
0: body. Of course, a director who doesn't listen to somebody who's been there since birth. So moving forward... Yes, uh, I, I believe that
1: Agnes on, on a subconscious level, because yeah, Wanda is somewhat conscious in her world. And now that Vision, the most uncorruptible, uh, morally uncorruptible Avenger, who is made from the Mind Stone, who knows right and wrong. And his character is above no one is no one is above his character because he lifted Mjolnir like it was just a paperweight. Yeah, basically. And said, let's go to work and let's get Ultron. He's obviously worthy because his he has undoubtedly like what is morally right and what is wrong. And now that he's becoming cognitive in her world, he's going to realize that he shouldn't be alive. And what she's doing is wrong. So I see them going head to head with each other over this. Or he eventually will be completely revived and he will completely resent his existence now that she brought
0: him back. Again, we got three episodes. We're going to find out next week. WandaVision on Disney Plus. It's gonna yeah. be awesome. I I think she made a deal with Mephisto,
1: and using dark magic to bring him back. And he told her, "You owe me a favor in return." She said, "What?" And she and he said, "Don't worry about it. We'll cross that bridge when we get there." Boom. She's gonna. He he will take the twins,
0: Billy and Tommy. Let's see what happens. We got, again. We're gonna go from there again. You people, heard he, you heard it here first, people. That's a that's a theory, but we'll see what happens but yes, again we will fans i understand you have this this mindset it needs to do more it needs to step up it needs, uh, i'm sorry it's stepped up more than you will ever know this is a great show i love it for the fact that it is it's slowly gaining and it's gaining and it's really starting to come together and it's starting to be more and more and you're gonna like it more and more i promise marvel's
1: doing the right thing right now uh obviously Leave them wanting more. That's exactly what they're doing to you people. Mm -hmm. Come on now. Uh, You're not allowed to binge watch it like Netflix because they're not Netflix. They know what they're doing. And don't get me wrong. Netflix knows what they're doing too as far as they're, uh, we're going to give you the shows and we're going to give them to you all at once. So you can gauge however you want it. I I like that premise too. One thing that I like and dislike is that these competing companies are doing different things. And I like that. I I
0: think that's awesome. They're doing their own version of everything.
1: I love it. I think no matter what, we we it's it's good for business all around. Agree once again. So now we're gonna get into one of my favorite topics ever: Star Wars. Da, 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 da. Anybody who knows me knows that I love Star Wars. And I try to get involved in, in with the right people and JP as well. And so we also have some pretty good rumor news mm-hmm. that we wanted to discuss with you guys mm-hmm. that we've heard. I will let JP tell you all about it.
0: Thank you. Well, with the soon-to-be exit of Miss Catherine Kennedy, she will no longer be running Lucas Films. With that being said, Mr. George Lucas and a few people who will not be named at this st- point in time kevin fight <clears throat> oh sorry um they're in talks about making the ultimate prequel the first jedi
1: oh yes uh yeah because you type by the way thank you thank you, yeah. thank you. uh so basically what they want to do is they want to bring the holy grail the bible of the jedi to life basically
0: What it is, is that they're trying to bring back, like with the success of the Mandalorian. And here's the thing, what I've heard, and if it's true, we might be getting two new series. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. And I I think it's going to be the first Jedi. And I, I would, I would love that more than anything.
1: I need to start reading up on the new material that has come out for the High Republic. It's set to be years, h- hundreds and hundreds of years before the Skywalker saga. And it's, gonna, it's set to feature a younger Yoda, so that will be fairly interesting, good reads. You think that they're going to announce this when they announce that George Lucas is going to take over again?
0: Maybe. Maybe not.
1: For those that don't know, uh, Kathleen Kennedy, no disrespect at all. With all due disrespect, but... Um... <laughs> She really uh, should not have been running Lucasfilm. Yes, she has been in the business and she's been a prominent and a great producer for great films such as Indiana Jones, Jurassic Park, whatever. She's been a part of Lucasfilm for a long time. But the thing is, you're no Kevin Feige, yet you're not a super fan running the company you you don't have keys to the arcade strictly as a business move because kevin feige is a super fan to begin with he's worked with marvel forever and he knows the source material and he knows who to put around him in order to put out the best possible content and movies
0: I agree with you 100% and that's the thing when you do a series when you take over a franchise you gotta have more than just the business sense and the director and producer sense you also gotta be a fan yourself you gotta still have that mindset of being I am a child at heart Mm -hmm. I love everything Star Wars I love everything this way this way this way Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles so forth and so on you gotta be a fan jj abrams was a huge fan of star trek and star wars he admits it he can't pick between them what he did for the star trek series was amazing the the prequel movies were great and if kathleen stepped up and said here you go jj it's all you let's see what you got instead of having yes man you're no 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 we we need to do this way no kathleen come here
1: come here you know basically what they did is kathleen kennedy had an agenda And look, there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with that. If that's your power move, fine. But don't let the fans suffer for what you are trying to do. You're supposed to, your job is to make it better for all of us. Because with risk comes great reward or you lose everything. Tell you the truth, guys. uh, As much as I love all Star Wars movies, and I love Star Wars. Uh, don't get me wrong i'm not one of those fanboys that hates the prequels hates the sequels i love all star wars movies but i do have issues with each individual movie like no other and everyone does everyone has a problem with every single nine movies Cool. And yes, yeah, exactly. There's no if ands, or buts about it. You're not going to please everybody. That was kind of Kathleen Kennedy's objective from day one was I'm going to do my own thing with the franchise that is very beloved by other people. And we as a fandom do have a certain right to feel the way that we feel. But again, it's not our franchise to tamper with. And when someone else comes in, moves it away that is not well received, you're going to get backlash from it. And we definitely, as a fandom, did not perceive The Force Awakens as uh, its own thing. It was more of a love letter to A New Hope.
0: 100% true. It's 100% true. Again, I stand by my statement. You need to have people who you trust. Not yes men, not people who are just in it for the money. People who are going to be there and say, you're making a mistake. You need to cut back a bit. You know, that's that's our deal. You know, it's like we push each other back. We work together very well. And that's the thing. you got to have that people. you got to have that crew that you trust. In my opinion, she didn't trust anybody. She didn't care for anybody. She only cared about one thing. She is in charge.
1: Yeah. And I could see how uh, the Disney executives told her after they bought out George for $4 billion, say, you're gonna produce uh, more Star Wars stuff because that's the cash cow that we bought. We want a return on that four billion that we spent. So get to cracking. Uh, the release date is more important than the budget. So get it out there so we can start making our money back. Exactly. I feel like that that, that that pushed her into a corner to say uh, for her to be like, okay, now I can do what I want. I'm calling the shots. I'm gonna do it my way. Unfortunately, that did not work out for her, Uh, even with December's Disney's Investors Day. uh, Although I was impressed with some of the projects that they have coming out, I don't feel that's enough to save her position there as head of Lucasfilm.
0: Here it is. She does not have enough clout right now, but if she does remain head of Lucasfilm, I'm going to be shocked as all hell. I'm going to be like, what happened? Walter Hamada. (laughs) Sorry.
1: Sorry. Sorry, I had something in my throat.
0: Okay. Uh, are you getting are you,
1: are you getting a little cold there, buddy? I'm getting a case of the fanboys right now. Oh,
0: the fanboys. Thank you very much. Yeah.
1: So I, I think if anybody it should be taking over Lucasfilm, it's it's one of three people. I, I want uh, Dave Filoni to do it. I know he has no interest in running a company, though. He wants to stay on the creative side, and that's totally respectable, too because he's made some great
0: things it's hard it's you know what it is when you run when you take all, like when you're creative and you have all these stuff and you want to do all these things and they're saying we want you to lead that hinders that makes you go, like now you can't think like you creative person you have to think like a, another person
1: yeah and i and then uh the next obvious choice is john favreau
0: Oh, John, please do it. For the Uh, love of God, please do it.
1: A huge fan who brought everything creative and knew how we even do filmmaking now. It's incredible, the things that he's introduced. Uh, Yeah, man. Well, not only that, but he brought in that uh, real-time game technology to make the volume. So he's already changed the industry 100%.
0: He's already stepped up. Here's the thing. If you let John Favreau run Lucasfilm, he will be a kid in the candy store And he will listen to everybody because he has a great team of people that would be like John. Let's do this, and let's let me let me show you something, you know. Instead of no. Yeah, and plus he's well connected. Uh, If you see
1: any John Favreau movie ever that he writes or directs or both, uh, he gets star power like no other to come do a movie for him. So yeah, one hundred percent. There is going to be no. I'm still waiting for Vince Vaughn to show up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, swingers part two. Oh Jesus Christ! Now, uh, yeah, and then uh, you know, it's people are gonna they're gonna line up just like they do for Marvel. They're gonna drop everything at a and say it's for John and Star Wars. Let's do this. That, whatever you want, I'll be an extra in the background.
0: Damn what right. do you want me
1: to do? and so, he,
0: like like the whole like the ending of uh what was it season one yeah season one when they when you saw the battle with all the stormtroopers and all the mandalorian those were people that are part of the hundred uh, like 501st 501st yeah. first from all over the world showing up they're like we'll do it we'll do it for free we didn't want to be there
1: yeah they, they wanted to be a part of something and that you know it <laughs> and that was awesome
0: that was awesome
1: I totally agree. I mean, hats off for them to always be innovative. And I mean, well, in so actuality, who, that saved Kathleen's job yeah. for the moment so who's being.
0: The uh, third person that you take over there, Jacob.
1: Well, I think the third and final person is none other than I'll the godfather <laughs> himself. Oh, no, not you, please.
0: <laughs> oh, that hurts. That hurts
1: oh no 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 the things that you've told me and the people that you've met that you've slipped out hurts me way more than that but that's for another time uh it's none other than my boy george lucas the creator himself
0: Oh, the godfather of star wars
1: yes he is rumored to be in talks of taking over again he uh You know, that's not without powerful negotiation. You got it. He wants total control. He wants the Feige control. And he'll get it. He'll get it. Yeah. And he wants to retcon the sequel trilogy.
0: Oh, yeah. 100%. And he's going to. And you know what George is going to do? And this is the truth. If George came in, he's going to clean house, fix every little thing that's wrong. Will not touch the Mandalorian because he already sits there and says Mandalorian is perfect. That it is. He's gonna leave a Mandalorian alone and take care of everything else and make his grandkids proud again.
1: Well, you know he is a, a father of a small child right now, so exactly. So, so we'll I, I mean, he's, uh, I think that is the best power move for them to do. Give George what he wants. Just just let him do it. Let him fix it. Let him let let or at least release the Lucas cut of Rise of Skywalker. And yes, I did say it. There is a George Lucas cut of the film that he helped with J.J. Abrams that Kathleen Kennedy has kept from us. I will talk about that
0: on another episode if you guys would like. Yes, we'll talk about that one later. But speaking of fixing, let's get into our next subject. If I remember, we owe the fans something. Is that right, Jacob?
1: Yeah, that is right. Is that Uh, that uh, the next
0: part of the segment?
1: Yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm going to be a man of my word, and I will uh what we're gonna what we're gonna fix is i i would like to do a reboot of the tekken film
0: on a side note here people i am playing the production company the wb all these bigs disney everybody saying yay or nay i'm gonna do this now jacob has to impress me and impress you we want your guys's input on this one hugely so please bring it on all right So my big pitch
1: is that the Mortal Kombat reboot craze is very real. You have to follow the wave when it's on there. I mean, look at all of the vampire stuff that came out after Twilight came out. Look at everything that came out, uh, you know, from medical shows after E.R., cop shows after law and order there's a a wave of success with everything why not jump on the opportunity to get nostalgic with tekken now granted yes the first one that was made in 2009 of tekken uh yes not very good uh i would put it up there with trash films because the director dwight h little oh yeah i know nice household name i know you know his works from Free Willy 2, Halloween 4, and Anaconda's Hunt for the Blood Orchid. I know, I know, big time director for a big time video game franchise, all right? What can go wrong? But he's done shows such as X Files, Prison Break, and 24. And now, who would, uh, for that movie, they got they got to had an awesome writer, right? No, I mean, you had Alan B. McElroy. You know him best for his collaborations with Todd McFarlane on the Spawn franchise. You would think that would be a great, a great selling point. But then he also did Halloween 4 with his boy, Dwight H. Little, and he did the Wrong Turn Horror Franchise series. So you would think think that he knows what he's
0: doing. Hold on. I'm going to stop you right there. First of all, I like the Wrong Turns franchise. I thought they were very well done.
1: For me, the Wrong Turn franchise did take a wrong turn and it needs to go off the cliff.
0: Well, they're rebooting it moving forward. Let's talk about how you feel that it's, did you say it's a crap movie? I heard, I heard crap movie. Is that correct? Crap movie is a direct quote. Yes. Um, okay. I just want to make sure that we're on the same boat here because so far you're not impressing me here, Mr. Rios whatsoever to me giving you the green light you're Hello, right buddy.
1: because that movie from 2009 was so awful it deserves to be rebooted because the fran- the video game franchise itself is worldwide global and the moves the characters are above else so freaking cool now with that said it's no fatalities but it's definitely physics bending moves that you never get to see the 3d graphics we're ahead of its time at the point when the Tekken games were released. It was back and forth with Mortal Kombat. So with my idea, with a, with a good writer, an actual director that can envision this process can take some of the eight core characters, build a story around them, and make a great franchise. Because, I mean, think about it. It's at least we're not on a, uh, you know... A 32-bit game that I'm not going to put names out there, but, you know, it's just like any other fighting game that was out there. It was actually not as good as the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles video game in the arcades where I grew up, but the most popular games that were always being taken was Mortal Kombat and Tekken.
0: I agree. So, you know, those were two video games that were no three Street Fighter as well. Those were the three top guys. Man. Oh whoa, whoa, whoa. Easy there, killer. But uh, moving well, forward. Well, where moving, I grew forward up. moving forward, if you can name a director, a writer, and a leading man for your role, who would it be and why?
1: You know, actually, I think I would like Edgar Wright to do this Tekken movie. He has uh, been, uh, his track record is above second to none. He's had some groundbreaking uh, risks that he's taken in his career. The one movie that, the two movies that I think put it all together as far as action and could actually make sense. The first one is Scott Pilgrim versus the world. He actually took a lot of source material and compiled seven books into one movie cohesively and it worked and then
0: Mm -hmm. there's the
1: next one and then there's the next one that he did one of my personal favorite movies baby driver he put the movie to the soundtrack all of his actors everything was going the cuts the editing the story went to the beat of the music that's some ballsy stuff right there and it worked that's a that's a director. I like this writer. I want someone that's going to dive in and know history, but I also want it to be a somewhat dark story. I would like Lawrence Kasdan oh. if he would have been if he would be interested in doing it because he wrote one of my all time favorite movies, Empire Strikes Back, with George Lucas.
0: Damn yeah, swinging for the fences, I see.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, you, you're gonna go big or go home. And you know what? For my leading man, I think. I mean- be cautious this is where i'm going to nail you uh you know what i honestly i don't have a leading man at this moment in time i think that we could put together a i can put together a really good list i, I cuz i can't narrow one it would have to be stuck between five guys and i would like them to be a little bit more unknown than an a lister although I do need A listers to play certain characters. All right, all
0: right. I'm liking where this is going. How about this? You give me for the aftermind next week, which will be Street Fighter Reboot. How about this, buddy? You give, you and I will work on the actors for taking, because I got a couple of guys in mind for Jen already. All
1: right. We will, I, I, I will put together a list of six, seven characters. And we'll put a list together for who should play those characters.
0: Agreed. All right. So with and that we'll being, do the same for Street Fighter. That deal. I already got an, I already got the director in mind. I'm still thinking of the writer. But I'll say this right now. I'm I'm liking where this is going, and I think you would get definitely a reboot. But it would be a very very hard sell to do without a cast in mind, and we have to work on that part. But in all in all, I think it would be I think it'd be very pleasable.
1: I I think it could
0: work. All right. Well, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and call it for the day. And I want to, Jacob, and I say thank you for coming for your weekly trip to the ER and until next week.